You are listening to The Black Landscape with Andrea Spearman, where Black excellence is always trending. Bay Area, what's good? This is your host, Andrea Spearman, and we're back at The Black Landscape, where we engage with emerging and established Black leaders here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I am a light-skinned Black woman with dark brown curly hair up in a bun, and I'm currently wearing light pink glasses and a pale pink sweatshirt embroidered with a little boba teacup. <laughs> Today, we're here with Christian rapper John Mason, a.k.a. JM3. JM3, thank you for having me. It's an honor, it's a privilege. I'm excited to be on your show. I'm a 26-year-old 26 black male. I got a, a gray sweater on. I uh, got sweats because it's cold outside. I got a, a taper fade. And I'm ready to talk. Let's chop it up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, audience members, I first met John several years ago through a mutual friend, previous guest, Shanice Whitaker. And I have grown to know and love his artistry as a gospel rap artist. But before we dive deep into that, can you give the audience some background about you? Where did you grow up? Okay, so I grew up in Pittsburgh, California. Grew up in a two-parent household, which was lovely for me because going to uh, school or just being around in that environment in a city like Pittsburgh, you grew up around a lot of people who don't have that privilege of growing up in a two-parent household. So I grew up, have, it was a nice childhood for me. You know, I couldn't complain about nothing. So grew up around the right support and, and raised right, I feel like I was. So uh, yeah, just from Pittsburgh, but also spent a lot of time in Oakland because my family originally comes from Oakland. So just going back and forth throughout the weekends. So had a had a fun childhood. And did they raise you in the church? Uh see see my mom was going to church, but uh we no, we wasn't. We wasn't. I, I, I knew what it was. I knew what church was and I'll go sometimes, but I wasn't I wasn't forced to go like every week. Okay. And so as a young person, how did you begin like choosing this form of rap like which one came first, like rapping or being a Christian or did they somehow come together? Tell us more about that. All right. So definitely it was being a Christian first. I I wasn't even thinking about rapping. I, I, I seen rap as, as fun, but I never took it serious until after I became a Christian when my mom would tell me that I need to start rapping. Now, I don't know why she was saying what she was saying that for because <laughs> it was random. Like she never told that to me before, but it was the spirit, spirit of God speaking through her. So I got saved when I was 16. I had a little ordeal I went through. I had bad anxiety attacks from from in, engaging in things of the world, smoking, uh, doing stuff like that. And I got severe anxiety, which led me to call in the name of God. And I got delivered from everything. And then like right, right after I got delivered, that's when I started rapping, too. I made my like one of my first songs right after my dad passed away. So I, I was 17 when that happened. So. So 17 is when I really started rapping and I made like one of my first songs about my dad. So that had, that has something to do with it too. My dad passing away. Oh, wow. That trauma and like things of that nature, it's like having that trauma, but then also on the flip side, being able to seek spirituality and that higher power definitely inspires art. Yeah. I feel like art, I mean, everybody's different. But art should always come from a place that hits the heart. I mean, if if it's not if it's not coming from the heart, I I really think it's not art at the end of the day. You like just doing it just to do it. 
but it, it has a much greater purpose and meaning <laughs> when it's something you know that that that's really coming from home. No matter what you're doing, no matter what people may think about it, if you know it's coming from your heart, that's your art. That's that's what you have. That's your art. So even though you started like rapping about you know this tragedy that happened what else inspires you from day to day are you inspired directly like from the word from the bible definitely i'll say most of my songs if not all of them come based backed up from scripture because that's what you well as a christian rapper that's what your rap shall always stand on at the end of the day each song should be supported by that or uh, a moral that comes from god so Definitely. The scripture is definitely the motivation of a lot of my rap. And as a young person, you know, as a performer, you may be in a Christian look real fun, real litty. It's <laughs> going up. But like in real life, how are you dealing with, <laughs> you know, in real life, how are you dealing with everyday temptations or negative situations? Ooh, that's a good question. So you got to deal with that because because when you're on stage, you, you feel like you're with everybody. But when you get off the stage... You go by your through your problems by yourself, mm-hmm. just like what just like everybody else does. I mean, that's that's so so important as artists got to see themselves as a regular person because we are at the end of the day. Nobody's above nobody. Nobody's more famous than anybody, even though the world sees it like that, or even Christians see it like that. They put you on a pedestal, but um, that's just like everybody's equal. So you so when you go home, and it, it don't even matter what you do. It don't matter if like you a a, a big major boss at a major corporation. People may put you on a pedestal at that at that job too. But hey, you still like everybody else when you go through these problems because everybody go through problems. So you bat, you battle your problems by yourself most of the time. So yes, yes. How do you deal? And like, how would you tell other young people who are you know moving in Christ but also living in the everyday secular world? Yeah, you have to you have to fight. I say that you have to fight and you fight with God's word, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word. That's our biggest weapon. Actually, that's our only weapon, the word. So the praise, you praise him and you fight by speaking. That's how that's how I deal with my problems. Even even if it's lonely, even if, it, if you're feeling lonely, God's there to comfort you. God's there. He's going to help you fight. You ask him to ask him to help you to fight. I fight him with the word. Mm-hmm. Cause it's an everyday test. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy seeing you perform live. It's so engaging. It's so high energy. It's it gets you lifted. It gets you going. It gets you dancing. <laughs> it's a good time. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So that's why I'm coming up with something special for this next concert we're doing at your church. Cause I know that. You guys love me and I love you guys too. That's why I'm coming with a special set and it's going to be the exact same thing. It's just that high energy, just to have a good time. Cause that's what people, that's what people need to see and want to do to have a good time. But a lot of people just don't want to come out their shell. Cause I always wasn't like this. I, I always didn't have energy like this or it wasn't bold. Like how I am now, I'm my first time ever performing, which was in my grandma's backyard at my graduation party. I they forced my mom and my uncle forced me to perform. I was like, I'm not performing, and they was almost about to beat me up. Like you going to perform? So they forced me to perform. So I had the mic in my hand and I was doing my song. And I, I kid you not, I couldn't look nobody in their face. I, I stared down at the ground. I was a heck of timid. I was staring down at the ground the whole time, right rapping my song. But you know what? At the end, they gave me a standing ovation, and I, and you know what? Because that. 
my cousins could see that I was like being heck of, heck of shy. Uh, two of my cousins came up and performed with me. They were dancing right beside me, kind of supporting me. So, so even though I was like, I I was scared to do it, but I still did it, and and people liked it, even though I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the energy or nothing like that. So it's a process. It's a process, and it takes time to get to to get where you need to get. Absolutely. But now. Uh-huh. Now I'll jump up in that crowd <laughs> and start dancing. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, see, that would be something to see a, a Christian crowd surfing. <laughs> I mean, the last one I, I did, I was I wasn't even performing my set. I was like a hype man for one of my sisters named Salachi Vaz, and we there was this festival in LA called the Invasion Tour, and I went down there with her to help her perform, and because we have a song we got together that's coming out as well. So I was just being a hype man. I was like, man, I, I never been a hype man before, but I feel like I could do it. So I just know hype man, you just supposed to get hype. So, so she over there rapping, I'm just like doing her ad libs and I'm, I'm yelling at the crowd and, and trying to pump them up. But I see the crowd was getting dry. They wasn't kind of receptive as, as they should. So I was like, man, I got to do something. And then I seen some people I knew in the crowd that's from Oakland. Cause I've been to their church before and they was feeling it. They was like the only ones dancing in the crowd. So I jumped off the stage and I went to, to their section and I started dancing with them. I started hitting the low. I started just getting pumped like that. And it, and it, it was fun. It was fun. So. Sometimes you just got to make stuff happen. Don't be afraid to go outside the box because you're going to get rewarded for it. Absolutely. And that's one thing about you. It's like you take the time in your set to really break down your lyrics and explain the scripture connection. Why is that so important to you? That's so important because that's at the end end of the day, that's what people need to hear. I mean, if they... If they see anything, if they hear anything, let it be the word. Let it be the word, at least. I mean, the performance is it's one thing to have a good performance and to dance and, and to have a good smile and to be like, oh, yeah, he was, he was entertaining. But the most important thing is what people actually need to, because people need to get healed. People need to hear a word. People need to know that God loves them. People need to know that God could change them. People need to know that God is real and how important his word is. So that's why I. I like to emphasize and break down like how my songs connect to the word and what my songs actually mean and what I'm actually saying. You got to have that connection of, of the meaning and where it comes from. John, even though you're still young, what are some big goals for you? Where do you see yourself in the future? I'm going to put out some albums. Um, actually, I, I plan on to be a world world known artist. You know, I'm not trying to say that boastfully, but I actually feel that in my heart and my mind that I'm a, I'm gonna be there. And from what other people have been telling me as well, like godly people that that God is speaking through them, and just me being a dreamer too. And uh, I actually see myself making movies as well because I love acting and I love directing. Oh. And, just everything in the art space. I love, yeah, I just, I love movies and, and just stuff like that. Yeah, I love acting and stuff. So for Shirley, I'm not going to stop the music, but I may take breaks to really start on this movie stuff and just going wherever God tells me to go. I feel like that's a big thing too, because a lot of people say you got to have a plan. You got to make a plan. I mean, you, that is important to have a plan, but sometimes just go. Just yes. go with the flow wherever the Holy Spirit's leading you. I say you don't have to plan for everything. You just you just be like, all right, God, I'm going to just take it day by day right now. I'm just trusting you for what you want me to do next. I'm going to wait for what you want 
I'm going to wait for you to speak to me or what you want me to do next because I don't have any ideas right now. And watch him speak to you. Yes. You ask him, what do you want me to do next? And that's what I'm going to do. Hey, when God says go, you go. Mm-hmm. You go. You go. Try not to be hesitant either, even though a lot of us, that's our natural reaction, being hesitant. Even if because it, it's, if it's something big, like, dang, God, you called me to do that. I don't know about that. Nope. Gotta go. Even I feel like that's a human reaction, though, when it's something big and we're that we never experienced before. We're hesitant a lot. Hmm. Really, you're just you're just stalling. You're just stalling time. You know, it's going to take longer to get to to the place you need to get to. Hmm. Well, audience, I want y'all to go to the next event that's coming up with my guy John, aka JM3. It's a holiday Uh-oh. concert at True Faith Community Baptist Church. Yes, that's the next thing for my guy. He's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. Lighting up the stage. Come make sure y'all come out and get your tickets. The fourth. It's Sunday, December 18th. And y'all, California, don't miss it. And stay for the whole show, too, because it's not just me. It's going to be other lots of great artists performing. It's going to be a whole great concert. So, John, let the people know where they can find you. Okay, so on Instagram, I'm, um, my handle is at jm3 from the P. On Spotify, you can find my music at JM3. YouTube, JM3 Official. And I also have this other YouTube channel that I uh, upload other content as far as like behind the scenes and show recaps and other like public uh, reaction videos that I like doing and just like my other acting stuff. And that one is called Mani Motion on YouTube. So and then on oh, Apple Music too, just JM3. You could just search up JM3 and, and my music should pop up. So yeah, everything basically JM3 for for far as music, but far as my my other creativity, other creative stuff is going to be many motion on YouTube. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. It was fun, and I'm just excited for this next event we got cooking. I'm excited to be on your show. New things, new new ventures. I just want to tell anybody out there right now: don't be don't be scared. I know that sounds cliche, but don't let really don't let fear hold you back. Really, it's not even fear. Really, most of the time, it's laziness. We just don't want to go out and do the do the work. Like stuff you got. I mean, a lot of people. We got stuff that's planned that we think in our mind and we have in our heart. And we thinking like, ooh, that would be so raw if I did that. And I know how to do that. And if I could just conduct that and do this, that. But we just never do it because it's lazy. Like we like the comfort of just staying home and just watching YouTube all day. I mean, I'm speaking for myself because that's what I'm struggling with right now. I'm supposed to be writing this movie script. A lot of times I find myself just on the couch just watching sports highlights. So don't let fear and laziness hold you back. From following your dreams, which is God's dreams as well, because he placed those dreams in you. But you got to make sure it's God's dream as well, because you could just think of anything at the same time, too. So you don't want to be going on your own volition. You want to make sure that your work won't be in vain, because at the end of the day, it only counts what you do for God. When God, when you sit before, stand before God and he's going to ask you, did you do what I, what I called you to do? Instead of following your own dreams. So that's why that's that confirmation. You just want to make sure God is this dream of you. I acknowledge you, or at least acknowledge him and he'll let you know, son, I don't want you to do this daughter. I don't want you to do this. Not right now. 
So, yeah, let's follow, chase, do do what we got to do, what's in our heart. And, and it's going to be sweet when it all comes to pass and be like, man, I remember when I started from the dirt and now it's all the way up. Wise words from our young brother. Live on purpose. Well, it has been quite a year. We have had so many amazing guests on the show. The guest with the most downloaded episodes is our friend Dudonay, owner of Coffee Noir, footwear and fashion brand. His compelling story from prison to Nigerian-based shoe couture really moved a lot of our listeners. And speaking of listeners, wow. This year, we had listeners in Canada, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Spain, Belgium, the UK, and the big island of Hawaii. Mahalo. I just want to thank all of you so much for your support. Please continue to download, leave reviews, and tell a friend about the show. We already have guests locked in for next year. Turn your notifications on. Happy holidays and see you in the new year. Thank you.